Right, um, podcast time, episode number three. By God, that week went quiet. Uh, went went fast, didn't it? Um, first of all, I want to say sorry to some people that ended up on a group DM message on Twitter. Uh, certainly wasn't my intention. Um, I'm um, still learning a little bit about how you use Twitter. Um, anyway, it ended up that you know loads of people got included in in in, in the same message. And uh, after actually yesterday being the victim of of a group message myself, where um, I didn't know what was going on. It was I was getting all these messages. Um, and I didn't really know what the original tweet was about. And um, I didn't know if people were sort of asking me questions or saying stuff to me or not. So, yeah, I I now know the, yeah, I wouldn't say irritation, but, um, you know, how confusing something like that can be. So one thing's for sure. Sorry, guys, I certainly won't do that again. Um, and, of course, it's um, Valentine's Day tomorrow. So, you know, ladies, uh, I hope you all get spoilt rotten and you, um, get, you know, the flowers and the, and the candy and perfume and get invited out for a nice dinner and all the all the things that uh, go along with Valentine's Day. Of course, um, back when I was a, a young young lad um, back in England, um, it was basically what what Valentine's Day was about was if you you know, if you liked a girl, um, or if a girl liked you, what you did was you wrote a uh, poem or a little, little letter, and um, you now you left it in a place where, where the girl would find it, um, but you didn't sign the letter or the poem, so she would have to find out who. Who the person was, um, which I find incredibly, um, and that was it, you know. No, there was no candy, no flowers, no jewelry, no perfume, no nothing like that. It was just just these little letters or poems, and I find that, uh, you know, an incredibly cute and, in actual fact, beautiful little tradition. Um, which once again the the you know boys in the boardroom um you know decided well we'll you know we'll we'll take hold of this tradition and um turn it in turn it into a money spinner um and i mean you know don't get me wrong i think uh you know, for you know, for whoever um is on the receiving end of all this, you know, flowers, whatever, um, you know, why not? But, but, you know, it's, it's like Christmas too. I mean, I don't know what, what it's like where you are, but here in, 
Denmark, and I'm not joking you, I mean, it basically starts mid-October, if not before, the whole commercial um, thing, and it just drives you nuts. I mean, for me, by the time then you actually get to Christmas, you're sick and tired of hearing about it. It just goes on and on. And, um, you know, once again, when I was a kid, you know, I don't know, 14 days before uh, the actual event, you know, they put some, some lights up in the in the town. And um, I don't know if we had a tree, but anyway, um, you'd go off, you know, mum would get us all and we'd go down and go for a wander around looking at these, you know, what would be considered today very amateurish lights, but back then it was a big deal. Um, we'd have a look at the lights and then we'd go off and have fish and chips. And it was like 14 days before Christmas and it was magical. Um, you know, somehow I, uh, I prefer that than this big commercial let's you know go out and spend god knows how much money on stuff we don't really need anyway anyway um you know i don't want to rain on anyone's parade i hope you all have a lovely day ladies and especially the ladies i know um i hope you all get flowers candy perfume um big diamonds and all the rest of it um God love you, every single one of you. Anyway, um, this week I thought I'd just sort of try and finish off the, you know, childhood stage of my life um, back home. Um, um, I'm pretty sure that in later episodes i'll revert back to i oh, you know if i get reminded of something i'll revert back to some story from when i was a kid but otherwise we'll be moving on after this episode so anyway um i think i'll uh, start off by telling you a story about um about poor old dad who uh you know dad was under a an awful lot of pressure really you know he had all these children and whatnot and um certainly had to work hard to make sure they had food in their stomachs and clothes on their backs and you know a bed to sleep in at night and um you know it can't have been a an easy job uh, in a lot of senses, I've uh, not really ever been a hundred percent sure whether uh, you know whether whether uh, that was going to be possible. So uh, quite often, I wouldn't say he was angry, but he was quite often pretty miserable. Um, and um, you know, obviously now as a full-grown man, I'm you know aware of the responsibility. Um, that he had and uh, how frightening that must have been sometimes. Um, you know, you have to remember that by the age of 30, he did have six boys and could have had nine. Um, anyway, um, you know, the poor bugger, he'd 
he'd go off um, on a Friday night. Mum would go out sometimes too. Um, more often than not, she'd go out as well and have a few drinks. But they'd, they'd go to the pub. It's very, you know, back then it was very usual that um, people went out and had a few drinks on a Friday or a Saturday night. And uh, so mum and dad were no different. So, um, you know, the whole, the whole rigmarole was... Um, he'd go off, dad would go off around... I don't know, he'd go off around six-ish. Um, and, you know, I guess men are like that. I mean, we're ready within within half an hour, doesn't matter what we're doing. <laughs> you know, uh, we're ready to go. Whereas, you know, your ladies have to take a bit more time with the makeup and the and the, the choice of of dress and whatnot. So, you know, dad would go off and... Uh, um, yeah, mum, poor mum had then, you know, she'd, you know, go have a bath and everything like that. And the bathroom in our house, as I've mentioned before, the house was built in 1780 or something. And as time went on, they put things where they fit. So the bathroom was right next to the living room. So, in actual fact, you could lie in the bath, have the door open, and watch television with the rest of the family if you wanted to. But, of course, that's not what Mum did. But, but anyway, she'd go in and have a bath, and uh, then go upstairs, put on one of her dresses, or many dresses, has to be said, and then she'd come down and ask us what we thought. Now, the thing was this, is that you knew she was going to ch you know, change at least three or four times anyway. <laughs> So, you know, it didn't really, you know, <laughs> it didn't really matter what you thought of the first one because you knew she was going to change anyway. So she, no one didn't even look. She, she, what do you think there, boys? And we, everyone, no one would turn away from the TV and everyone would go, oh, it looks great, mum. And she'd go, oh, you know, I don't know now. And she'd go up again <laughs> and change into the next dress and come down. What do you think then there, boys? Oh, it's great, mum. And... Eventually, it would come down to like she had to go anyway. So nine times out of ten, she'd end up back in the same dress she would, you know, started with. So off she'd go. So you know, they, I don't know. They'd go, you know, they'd be home by ten, eleven, any road. Um, so it'd only be a couple of three hours they were down there. Um, and see, then the crack was this: Saturday mornings, when Dad first started his business, we'd all have to go out to the woods with it, you know, everyone had to put out, make an effort, um, and, um, bloody little army we were, anyway, um, you know, he'd, old dad there on a, on a Friday night, he'd, you know, he'd generally have a, a good few pints, the poor, the poor bugger, and, um, so quite often on a Saturday morning, he'd have a bit of a head on him, so you would you know, you didn't want to be sort of really, <laughs> Asking him too many bloody questions for the first hour or two. Um, and I'm similar myself. I don't like people... I don't like people asking me a lot of questions anyway, but um, certainly not when I've woken up. Do not start you know, grilling me when I'm, I've just woken up. In fact, um, there was one time my mum, she, she got hold of this 
tape recorder, sort of one of the first ones, a sort of a small thing there. And um, she knew perfectly well what I was like in the morning, especially when I, you know, when I got to the point where I'd left school and I'd started working in the woods and, you know, she'd call me and uh, I'd get up and um, she knew then, you know, I'd have a, a cup of tea and a couple of bits of toast, that would be my breakfast. And um, I used to just sit there quietly, you know, just waking up and um, and then I'd go off out to the woods. And um, mum knew this, she knew, you know, I was one of these people not to be, too, you know, asking too many questions first thing in the morning. So anyway, she gets this, uh, she gets this tape recorder uh, unbeknownst to me. And uh, I get up this morning and uh, you know, she comes in and gives me my uh, big mug of tea and my toast. And she says to me, um, is everything all right, Pierce? And I said to her, uh, what do you mean? She said, well, you know, you're looking, you know, you're awfully quiet, you know. So I was just wondering now if, if you're all, all right, because if you're not, you can tell me, you know, and then, you know, I am your mother and I love you. And I said to her, yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> and she said, well, you know, if you're not now, you know, just tell me. And, of course, she just went on and on. You know, tell me now if there's something wrong. So in the end, I got really angry. And, uh, you know, I was sort of, you know, by the end of it, saying, listen, there's nothing wrong. You know, just stop asking me all these goddamn questions. So, you know, I left the house calling her an old bitch or something like that and slamming the door, you know. So off I go to work. And, you know, obviously sort of very shortly after, I started thinking, oh, God, you know, what have I done? You know, I mean, um, there's this this woman who you know, gets up every morning early and, you know, gets gets the whole household going and you know uh, basically waits on your hand and foot and um and the best you can do is 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 uh you know go out the door and call her an old bitch or something like that and slam in the door and you know you should be ashamed of yourself and you know i felt really really bad all day long um really bad and i thought well listen you know when i come home i'll uh I'll go in and I'll give her a big hug and and a kiss and I'll say, you know, I'm sorry, Mum, you know, um, um, you know, I didn't mean that. So, you know, I, I get home from work and, you know, I'm coming in the back, the back gate and just about to go into the kitchen and the next thing you know, I can hear my own voice. <laughs> my own voice saying, but there's nothing wrong with me and um and everybody laughing in the house i'm thinking what the and um so of course as it turned out um she'd done it on purpose to um have a bit of <laughs> to have a bit of fun on my um you know um um you know to, to make fun of me so um yeah dad was you know especially on a Saturday morning, very similar. You didn't, you know, you did definitely not want to be asking him too many questions. So this particular famous Saturday morning, we're all 
we were up and we're sitting there and uh, back then you'd have um, porridge uh, porridge and um, yeah sometimes with milk uh, but more often than not with butter and salt um, which sounds awful and to be honest with you it, you know it certainly wasn't something that you looked forward to but it was certainly good um, healthy food and uh, energy you know so we're all sitting there and uh, she then in the end finally calls him saying so, you know, dad comes dad you know the boom 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 down the stairs there and comes in the door of the living room there and uh, everyone all at once say uh, morning dad and he's, he's sort of uh, as he goes by he's got a bit of a head on him and as he's walking past the table I thought what the what's wrong with his trousers and um I'm not the only one that noticed. And as it turned out, he'd... Well, actually, no one has ever... Poor old daddy's gone now, um, uh, dead and gone. But I don't think anybody ever had the the guts <laughs> to ever ask him, what happened? How did you end up um, with your trousers on back to front? Um, and they were zipped up, buttoned up... Um, belted up the whole thing was as they were on but they were on the wrong way around <laughs> anyway i'm not the only one noticed so everyone's sort of looking at each other and then the lad and then some of the older lads start sort of laughing and um one thing's for sure you certainly didn't want to be caught asking uh, you know or you didn't want him to be sort of focusing on you and asking you, why are you laughing? Um, because then you'd be the one who'd have to tell him you've got your trousers on the wrong way right? <laughs> so, you know, after a few minutes, then he, he sort of gets up and he goes, by Christ, it looked funny. And, um, and he goes out to the kitchen to shave himself. Now, for some godly unknown, we had a bathroom, I said, and it was right next to the living room. But for some unknown reason, he would always um, shave in the kitchen. To, and, it, I mean, obviously, Mum was sort of rushing around trying to get, you know, she'd be getting, at this particular time, she'd be getting uh, packed lunches ready for us a lot. Uh, and Dad would be in her way there, you know, shaving away in the middle of it all. But that's he did, he did that all, for all the time I lived in the house. Dad always shaved in the kitchen. Anyway, yeah. He goes out into the kitchen and the lads are all making fun and um, trying to get someone to laugh so that they would then be singled out to have to explain to this this disgruntled man um, why are his trousers on the back way around. So it ends up that uh, there's, there's not a, you, know, you can hear him shaving away out in the kitchen and he comes back in and... Uh, there's not a sound out of mum either. And then the next thing, we're all sitting there, the next thing, you know, mum's head just sort of slowly came around the corner. He couldn't see her. Around the corner of the kitchen. And then she starts... <laughs> mouthing and pointing. Have you seen your So... Then the table started really shaking. And then, you know, the next thing, you know, Dad says, what, what's going on? So poor old mum had to come in, she's, and she sort of said to him, Paddy, you know, you know, I've got to tell you something. He said, well, how are you? She said, are you aware of the fact now 
that you've got your trousers on the wrong way round. And he went, ah, oh, Jesus, you know, and he got up and angry and, you know, obviously embarrassed and um, rushed out of the room, went upstairs and changed him round to the right way round and um, came down and off we went <laughs> out to the forest. And uh, we never, ever found out um, how that happened. But, um, but yeah, that was always the way with, with both of them. I mean, um, you know, there was no doubt at all that my mum and dad loved each other very much. Um, you know, they were together for 60-odd years. Um, uh, but like any other couple... Uh, you know, the air would have to be cleaned, um, you know, at least once a year, if not twice. And they'd have these big, huge arguments. <laughs> uh, um, and you'd think, oh, you know, oh, that's terrible, you know. But no, we used to actually, um, we used to think they were really funny. I mean, some of the stuff <laughs> that came out in these arguments, I, I mean, if only I had the manuscripts from some of these arguments, I'm telling you. And once again, the crack was that you didn't, certainly didn't want to get caught laughing because um, they were already in a bad mood. Um, and and you didn't want to be told, especially by Dad, to do something cause, or, or by Mum, but, but generally it would be Dad. Um, who'd want you to do something and then mum would look at you and say if you do, you know if you do whatever he asks I'll never cook another meal for you <laughs> you're kind of stood there thinking well what am I going to do you know so you know if you generally if dad told you to do something you did it but uh, and you did get another meal um, but bottom line was you didn't want any focus on you you just wanted to be part of the audience which was what we basically were um Throughout their whole relationship, they were very um, thespian. I mean, they were like it was like watching uh, old theatre actors. I mean, if you can imagine, um, um, you know, a stagecoach uh, rolling into Dodge City or Tombstone or something like that, and uh, this, you know, troupe of uh, uh, Shakespearean actors um, got out of the stagecoach. That's what mum and dad were like a lot of the time, you know, it would be very theatrical. <laughs> the whole thing, it was really funny. And, oh yeah, nine times out of ten, their uh, their arguments uh, would start off like this, and I'm not joking you. Um, quite often it would be if it was raining a lot, or for, which obviously then, I mean, dad was one, one of the few employers I knew ever back in, well, back in them days. He was one of the, the few employers who, if it was raining, uh, you know, like a whole day of rain, you know, if it was half an hour, that's whatever it was. But if it just rained all day, he, you know, he, he, he said to his lads, well, that's it, you know, if it's raining all day, you go on home. Uh, whereas... Everybody I've ever worked for, uh, um, you know, if it's tipping down rain, so what? You know, you, you get out there and you work. Um, 
which, I mean, these days it's no biggie. I mean, you get, you've got, you know, really good wet weather gear back then. You didn't, re I mean, you could, you know, you'd have Wellington boots and you could get sort of like a, a plastic Mac or something, but it wasn't really, um, you know, good wet, wet weather gear like you get today. Uh, plus, and even today, you know, if you're cutting timber, uh, it's bloody dangerous. I mean, it's dangerous enough as it is, but if it's tipping down rain, um, you know, you're slipping and sliding around all over the place uh, with a big, great big power saw and, and whatnot. Um, it's dangerous work. But anyway, Dad would just say, go home, you know. So, he, you know, the problem was if you if you got, which you invariably did in England, uh, you'd get some sometimes where it might rain for three, four days in a row. And uh, that wouldn't, you know, that would really, you know, piss him off. I mean, the bottom line is he'd be paying these fellas a wage and they basically weren't weren't doing nothing. And um, plus the work wasn't getting done. Um, so, you know, he'd, you know he'd, he'd be pretty pissed off about all that. And uh, um, normally what would happen would be, you know, he'd get up in the morning or something like that. I remember one particular time this happened. I was sitting there and, uh, you know, Dad got up and uh, he came in and um, Mum sort of said to him, you know, what do you want for breakfast? You know, like, I mean, they had been you know, married for many, many years and she'd heard all the little complaints about the actually exceptional food that she made um, from him. So uh, he'd, she'd say, what do you want for your breakfast? And he'd say, I know, a bit of toast. And he used to like eating toast and fat, duck fat. And this they did back in the Second World War. Um, um, well, because they had no butter. Uh, and, and of course dad was partial to it anyway so he'd, he'd, he'd have this you know toast and, and fat or whatever uh, or something else it didn't really matter what it was it could have been a glass of water but it would always he'd always get whatever it was a cup of coffee it didn't really matter what it was and uh, he'd take a bite out of the toast or he'd take a a drink of the coffee or whatever and then he'd he'd say to mum Maureen this toast or the coffee or whatever um, tastes like fish, and it was always fish. Oh, geez, you know, this, this tastes like, you know, it could be anything. <laughs> and he'd say, oh, it just tastes like fish, and that'd be it. That was, you know, a direct insult to my mum and her cooking, and that would be the herald to a three day. <laughs> three-day argument which um old mum she'd go back to sort of day one when they first met and uh um and she'd basically i mean at the talk about memory jesus she'd get you know every tiny little incident that had gone on uh and there was always new stuff <laughs> um down through the years, she'd refer to. Now, she'd start off, and I mean, as I said, you know, poor old mum, she worked her butt off. And, um, you know, uh, there was never anything, you know, you could never, ever um, uh, criticise her food, that's for sure. Um, 
But anyway, she'd, you know, the moment girl at the start off, and uh, I've actually been a victim of this myself one time, uh, full on, um, where, you know, mum's voice can, you know, can cut through a six foot, you know, foot thick granite wall. I mean, just, <laughs> it just grinds you down. And, um, Old dad, he'd sit there uh, for half an hour or so, and then he'd, you'd just mind your own business, you know, you'd just be sitting there, uh, if you didn't uh, leave, um, unless, I mean, one time I was there, and they, you know, they're, they're arguing away, I'm minding my own business, and they're arguing away, and the next thing you know, mum turns around and says to me, what do you think? And I'm thinking, well, I'm, I'm 11, <laughs> I don't have an opinion. Um, and I said, you didn't want to be, involved but um anyway so dad had go up to bed with his books and he'd you know he was dad was always had at least four books by his chair and um you know sometimes you'd be sitting there watching that bloody cricket like cr test cricket back in the day it used to go on for fucking ever and it was boring as hell it was really boring, and Dad used to love watching it, but he didn't read, I mean, he'd sit there reading the book, and um, and you couldn't change the channel, because, oh, you know, once, a, you know, in a blue moon, something might happen. Um, but anyway, um, he'd get his books, and Mum would be going, you know, and on and on and on, and he'd then go up to bed, uh, back to bed, and um, what Mum would then do was take a chair, put it at the at the foot of the stairs and shout up the stairs <laughs> shout up the stairs to him and I mean she's done this to me one time and it, I'll tell you you just you think well okay I'll just you know I can't be listening to this I'll go up and uh, go back to bed and read me book but you can't because <laughs> her voice just goes on and on and I'll never forget now the time back in 1957 or wherever it was when you you know you did this and then and I you know and I'll never forgive you now for the time, and it goes on and on and I'm telling you now, if any intelligence agents agency anywhere on the planet want to get information out of anyone, all they got to do is get our mum put her, put her in the cell or in the cell next to the person they want to get the information from and get her to go on and on. I guarantee you within hours. The person will say, "Listen, I'll tell you whatever you want <laughs> want you to know. Just get her to stop." Um, it's like that, and um, you'd have what we call the morning session, where Mama, you know, she'd get up, and she'd get all the breakfast done and all the rest, would wash up, then she'd uh, go out and sit on the chair. Uh, for, I don't know, yeah, and she'd, she'd get off, you know, and you know, off she'd go, and I, you know, I'm telling you now, Paddy. This, this, that, and the other, and I'll, and um, um, around eleven o'clock, she'd stop to, to do the lunch for you, and she so she'd do all the lunches for everybody. Um, of course, he wouldn't eat; he'd refuse to eat um, during these arguments that they had, and um, um, you could hear him creeping down late at night. There, he'd go down and make himself a sandwich or something. Um, but anyway, so uh, you then get you know she'd do the lunch, wash up, then you get the afternoon session, 
uh, which would go on, you know, from around, you know, 12.30 till around 4 in the afternoon and um, stop again. She'd then go out and do the, the, the tea for everybody, wash up. <laughs> and then you get the evening session from around, I don't know, 6 o'clockish to around 9 o'clock. And this would go on for about two, three days. And I'm telling you now, some of the stuff that came out in these um, so-called arguments and poor old dad basically never said a word. <laughs> it was very one-sided. And um, um, some of the stuff that came out, I'm telling you, you know, you had to leave, you know, you just, you had to leave the room. I mean, if you, because, if, you know, if they caught you laughing, I'm telling you, then you'd be, you know, the focal point of their disgruntlement. Anyway, um, eventually old dad would, you know, he'd get up after a couple of three days and, he'd, and mum would be still going on and he'd, he'd say, ah, oh, come on now, Maureen, now, you know, enough, enough now. And Maureen would say, no, no, you know, that's it now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not ever cooking always <laughs> I'm never cooking another meal for you. And... Um, and he'd say, "Ah, go on now," and you know he he'd give her a, a a big hug and a kiss on the cheek, and you knew then it was over. And um, you know, within an hour or two, uh, things would be back to normal. And um, and um, you know, it'd be another six months or so before they'd have to clear the air again. And um, you know, that that was that was. What they were like, and it was, I tell you what, it was, it was funny as hell. Um, anyway, listen, guys, I can see I've gone over my half hour. Um, I hope you're all really well where you are. Uh, enjoy your um, Valentine's Day tomorrow, ladies. And for those that aren't, haven't got some fella doing that stuff for them, well, you know, God love you, and haven't you know? Bugger it, you know. Have a nice Valentine's. You know, go and get yourself some flowers on your, yourself, and have a nice Valentine's Day. Listen, uh, I hope you're all well where you are, and um, I'll see you all soon. Bye now. <laughs>